Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs> Bienvenidos empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. Love it when we get mailbag questions. Let's go right into mailbag and let's just start this right off with mailbag. Mailbag. Not the one with hair, but with an envelope. Mailbag Monday sponsored by Manscaped. That's like the greatest song I've ever heard. Hey, listen. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's Steve Perry from Journey, I believe. It has to be. So, um, uh, Manscaped has sent us a couple of products to try out, and uh, they have given us a, a lawnmower 4.0. So, this is the trimmer. Okay. And the trimmer works great. Nothing make wrong sure with the trimmer. Use, make sure to use the guard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Especially if you got a tiny penis. No. Or big balls. Yeah, or big balls. Yeah, big wrinkly balls, especially if you're old wrinkly balls. Listen, so they're giving us a, and we're going to give it away on a 200th episode. This is episode 192. So we are a couple of weeks away here and we're going to give this thing away. Okay. Uh, We're probably going to have a special guest. Actually, I'm working on a special guest that uh, said that he might have some uh, time and uh, this could be pretty freaking cool. So Dave Robinson did text me and apologize. He was feeling okay. the weather, um, but said that he'll make it up to us at some points. But he did write to me and apologize and said, Papa G, hold the fort down. I was like, yeah, he loves the limelight. And he started laughing. So it's all good. But Mr. Robinson texted me to apologize. Well, that was nice of him. Yeah, that was nice of him. We can yeah. understand. I mean, a gentleman of that. A, a, a gentleman that's a two-time Hall of Fame. I mean, what are you going to argue with that guy? That guy no. probably no, twist, <laughs> yeah, twist my neck in a knot, right? Yeah. And then they would add that to the, you know, two-time Super Bowl. Like Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame ring in Green Bay and kicked Matt's ass. Exactly. Dave Robinson. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks, man. I don't want to be that guy. No, so they gave us one of those. We're gonna uh, we're gonna do a, a contest. Uh, that's it. That's it for the uh, t-shirts. You turn the t-shirts off. Is that it? Uh, we'll do it after the buy. After the buy. After the buy. That's it. We're gonna, oh, see, we're dragging our feet. We're making a sound. We're no, gonna cut you off. No more soup for you. You said you said bye a All couple right. of episodes ago. We'll keep it there. And I got a couple orders. Somebody, if you order the wrong color and you can't edit it, just send me a message either through the Spotify or the Shopify app or um, somebody DM me through the merch page to let me know, hey, I wanted black, not white. Done. No problem. Just let me know before I actually put the order in, which I do every Friday. So it was put in in time. We're good to go. So that's what I've been doing. Nice. 
So uh, we've got a lawnmower. We're going to give that away. Uh, so they sent they sent us, and uh, yours is on its way, as I yeah, gave you the tracking number. Yep. They sent us a, a body wash, uh, a buffer, they call it, which is like your scrub your scrub pad. Is, and, it, uh, is the buffer kind of like those bowling ball, you know, the, the thing to polish your that's bowling exactly, ball? That's exactly but what it like is. Like a little it's, mini one where you... <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no it uh, uh the buffer actually and okay so it's i've tried a little machine that spins really fast like what you buff, buff your car with but it's like thumb size and you can just buff your balls with this. no it's the male version of a fluffer on a porn shop no Perfect. so the buffer is the buffer is uh it's it's a it's a rubber pad and it's got all these like little rubber spikes on it and when i first saw it i thought to myself because you know what? I'm little intimacy share here. I do have one of those sponges, right? For when I'm in the shower, especially after I've been working a long day and stuff, right? Like I grab that hard sponge and I rub the hell out of that and get the crap off my uh, like a loofah. Uh, like a loofah. It's not a loofah. It's, it's a utility not. cloth, <laughs> <laughs> right? But like I, I've got one of those, so I was like, I don't know if I really want this hard rubber thing. But you know what? Actually, it's it's actually pretty soft, and I really like it. It it, it now, I, I I'm not one for Here body wash. Yeah. I just use ivory soap. That's it. I don't like the feeling of my skin being slimy or whatever. And this isn't too bad. The body wash. It smells uh, much like the ball deodorant, like that kind of man perfume yeah. Yeah. type smell, right? And uh, it, it's good. I, I I assume it's washing because you're using that rubber scrubber. I mean, I think just water in that rubber scrubber would probably do whatever it is yeah. that you got to worry about, right? It's, it's like a yeah. But uh, it it lathers up okay, and uh, it smells okay. It takes a little while to rinse off the uh, the cologne. Persevere. <laughs> I hate hmm. men's colognes names. Just call it like A1. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll, A2. I'll take an A1 and a B7. Yeah, please. Right? That one and that one. Right? Yellow in it because it's in a yellow bottle. Blue because it's in a blue bottle. That yeah. sort of thing. It exactly. smells good. It's okay. Didn't try the uh, butt, body, and ball wipes. That's what they're uh, called. They only sent us one package of that. Which I'm like, so I'm supposed to open this up and then what? So we're supposed, supposed to do it with each other. Yeah, I use one side. I use one side. You use oh. the other. <laughs> like what the hell? And Guys. then once you do that one side, just make sure you don't do it because you start at your face and you work <laughs> your way down. Yeah, <laughs> and it finishes yeah. in the ass. <laughs> and then I hand it to you. Yeah, and then I have <laughs> to flip up. it and use the other uh, side. No thanks. Right. Yeah, I'm no not. thanks. I haven't done anything with it. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. This Zoom I, is close uh, enough for me to be to your ass. We're good. Right? Yeah, we're all right. But uh, uh, like it, thumbs up on uh, that stuff. Let's get right to uh, mailbag. We had one from uh, Jason. Jason said, uh, should Barry be fired? Uh, this is uh, an obvious one. I think uh, Barry should have been fired after the second week when we realized that he didn't come up with any brand new plans or anything he is a positional coach who is calling plays and he's not exactly sure why some of them work i'm not reading another article about green bay until it says joe barry out of green bay that's when i'll stop reading articles or start reading articles again right uh Stephen a uh who do you think the new defensive coordinator should be and when do you think they hire him i think this is a end of season hire 
I don't think that we're in the hunt for anything unless suddenly this is the collapse of the Vikings. And uh, <laughs> I've got some stats on that. I've got some stats on that. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you. The best is, is the Cowboys players are doing the skull chant back at the Vikings. And the Vikings are like, why do you have to hurt us? <laughs> <laughs> this makes the whole season worth it Dude, seriously look joe barry is not fired. went 40 to 3 Oh my god. That was even worse than our 38 to 3 against the Saints last year. Did you see Justin Fields throw that football into his own player's helmet? That yeah. was perfect. Everybody that was, was so like, Aaron yeah. Rodgers three weeks Justin, ago. Justin Fields' QBR rating just went off the tube. That's what happened. I'm telling you, this is what I started looking at. I started looking at scenarios because we obviously need help, right? And we'll get into it a yeah. little bit later. But Joe Barry wise, like We've talked about a couple of names and you keep mentioning Wade Phillips. And I looked into yep. it. I was like, 100% Wade Phillips would fit this defense like a T with the personnel right. and the way that he runs it. It's Wade Phillips. I was it's looking Wade at Phillips. Guys, but it's Wade Phillips. It's Wade Phillips. That's all there is to it. Wade Phillips would turn this into an aggressive man eating machine. Like you would, if there would be blitzes coming from everywhere. I mean, I would love to see Rex Ryan. But Rex Ryan ain't getting out of that comfy ESPN chair. No. Because there's no dead. pressure. There's no pressure, and he can say crazy things and just be terrible, and it doesn't matter. He still gets paid, right? Exactly. But, but Wade Phillips, Wade Phillips would turn this into a hard nose. But I would, I would, I would hate to tell you that our first round pick would be a top 10 pick, and we would probably grab a defender. Is he on is he on Twitter? If so, then we need to start yeah. tagging his ass like yeah. crazy. I have a few times. I know you have. So son let's start of, getting that army. Of, Son of Boo. I think that's his name. Son of Boo or something like that. It's a weird one because his dad's name is like Boo Phillips. Okay. Yeah. Boom. Uh Boom Phillips. Boom. Boom. Something yeah. blue or I don't know. I can't remember. Whatever. Anyway, Wade, come over. Who do, who do I think it'd be Wade Phillips? And as his end of season, Wade Phillips. Wade okay. Phillips. Okay. Uh Justine. Hi, Justine. Um it says here. Uh, Lafleur's offense has not been catered to the right Aaron thoughts. Well, so Justine, you remember when Mercedes Lewis, August 27th said there's two playbooks. Oh, oh, he pulls playbook. the date out. He pulls the date out. <laughs> well, I have 27 at 603. When I attack Aaron Rodgers, I have to back it up with facts because I love the guy. I really do appreciate everything he's done. He's playing like shit. But part of the problem is that we've said this over and over again. Two years ago, he became a diva, wanted whatever it is, control he had. He got the control. Matt LaFleur handed over, I guess, half of the playbook to him in certain sense, right? Because he calls in a play and you see them arguing on the sideline. And when Aaron Rodgers is right, which he was against Dallas, where he checked out of some plays that Matt LaFleur called in and they were arguing but apparently 90% of the time just run the fucking play, right? But he doesn't because he checks at the line. And that's the confusion with these wide receivers where you see people wide open where they're running a route and he's not throwing to them and whether they're running the wrong route in the Aaron offense or they're just mm -hmm. running a wrong route in general. I don't know, but he's not looking at wide open people. 
constantly. Like the videos coming out after games, that is the most frustrating thing I see. Yeah, I think uh, the the offense was supposed to be catered for Aaron, but I think it should have been for Aaron Jones. I think uh, like we had talked about in uh, April, May, June, July, ever since Devontae mm-hmm. left, we were going to see the double dose of the run. We've only seen it, what, maybe two games this year, maybe, right? Where we get we the double dose of the run. Package I mean, we're, and, yeah. we're, we're, watching, we're watching right away in the first quarter, we're watching the shotgun RPO, and that's not the offense that gets us there. I understand that you change things up for offenses, but do you think, the Titans' offense changed that much to beat our defense. To me, you it looked the, like they just kept pounding the, the rock. Right, you mean the thirty-second ranked oh. offense in the entire league changed? Yeah, fucking made Tannehill look like fucking Joel Montana on cocaine. Like it was ridiculous. He was hitting everything. Why cover a tight end, right? Ah, tight ends can't do anything. You remember the first play of the game? There's like that 25 yard pass that he just completely missed. It had not, yeah. but it was a blown coverage by Jaw. It was yeah. like everything was blown, and he just underthrew it to the guy underneath. But there was somebody running wide open. The way Justin Jefferson destroyed us the first game, like that, still has not been fixed, and we are now ten weeks in. That's a defensive coordinator that uh, is not throwing out plays, is not throwing out schemes, and is scheming himself into, you know, out of a coaching position. I mean, the, when we found out what team we were playing the next, when I was the defensive coordinator and we were setting records, and I know that this isn't the NFL, but this is what I did, okay, is I scouted the other team. I watched game film. I watched, I learned from the last time we played them and I watched them play another team the week before I would go to that game and I would sit in the stands and I'd make notes and I would be like, they like to run to number four. They like to this, they like to that one year. We had a team. I'm not going to name names, but we had a team that was carried by one guy who was like Ladanian Tomlinson. He caught the ball out of the backfield. He was a running back. He could play wide receiver. He was just one of those guys you know, when, when you grow up playing sports and there's one guy that you're like, that dude's Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. That guy's Bo Jackson. Like, that guy is head and tails better than everyone. But I noticed that when he wasn't getting his way, he got really, really upset and would throw his helmet and stuff like that, and their team started to lose. Well, their team won the first round of the playoffs, and they came to come play us. And I took my best guy and put him on him, and I said, every single time, there is a snap of the ball. Even if he doesn't get the ball, I want you running beside him. And I want you telling him that you're going to be here all day long for everything he does. I said, I don't care what the play call comes in, what you hear, what you're going to do is just be on him. And you know what happened at the end of the first quarter? He punched my player in the head and got ejected from the game. And we blew, and we blew them out 36, nothing. They didn't get a first down for the rest of the game. You know what my job now, 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 our defensive coordinator, Barry, yeah. Yeah. goes, goes. hey, here's their best player. We're not going to cover him. Reverse psychology. Ha-ha! Right. <laughs> it doesn't work, dude. No. Put two guys on Jefferson and make them just throw at someone else. I, You know, it's like Don Cherry, where he's talking about hockey fights, and he goes, he hit me with so many lefts, I was begging for a right. That's all I'm saying is, is I just wanted somebody else to beat us for a while. Right, like make him go somewhere else, make him do something else, yeah, anything, make him throw to his right instead of his left, you know, make him look to the second person as opposed to just throwing to the same guy over and over again, anything, 
anything, right? Yeah. Our offensive line didn't play too bad, but again, yeah, Rogers was back know. there doing hero ball, and we weren't doing from the under the center. And then how many touches? It was six touches for Jones in the first half. Oh. To, dude, nine total. I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, like, I don't even want to talk about that game. Okay, yeah, let's get. I mean, let's okay. Yeah. Mailbag next. Mailbag. Okay, and I think Brent had one more. <laughs> Brett, what's the address for Wake and Bake? Because <laughs> I can't remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it, say it. 5001. Wait, wait, wait. 5001. I'm giving you visual cues. North. It's not Scottsdale. North. What is it? North Mesa. Yes, there you go. That's it. That's it. Oh, I'm trying. And today I was, you know, we sent the stuff out. So I was trying to remember your dude. I ripped apart like my junk drawer for like 20 minutes trying to find your address. And I was so mad. And then I was like, oh, wait a second. I went to my phone. I hit contacts. I'm like, that's right. I put it in my phone so that I wouldn't lose. <laughs> I've, got, I've got what you sent us. I cut out the little piece of paper and it's stuck on our little magnet board. That's how I saved your address. <laughs> Easy peasy. Easy. There it is. Mailbag Monday. That was great. Brought to you by Manscaped, the, the creator of everything short and tall. If you've got hair, they can take care of that down there. With a guard. <laughs> use the guard. Use, use the, guard. the guard. Please, for the love of God, use the guard. All right. Oh. I've, got some, I've got a positive spin on all of this, man, because it, it it's Let's hard, it. right? Let's do it. All right. So... Somebody tweeted out this morning and tagged us in it about the Vikings and their minus two differential with, the, you know, just the fact that they have a minus two differential. I have their, they're, they're frauds, which is fine, but they beat us and they're at the top of the division and we're not going to play them until towards the end of the year. But I found a really good article by Acme packing company that actually breaks down our percentage chances. And, and lo and behold, what I talked about that every win is about, 10 to 13%, right? In terms of chances. That's still yeah. true if we beat the Eagles. The Eagles were at 6% right now. And we were at 13. If we beat the Eagles, we're back up to a 16% chance of making the playoffs. So who do we want? Like there's based on how clumped up the wild card is, different teams have different percentages that that can uh help us along the way, right, to improve our chances. So Falcons, we're rooting for against the Commanders, obviously, right, because Falcons already are going to take that division more than likely, it seems like, which is kind of fucking crazy. And you called that, and I still can't believe that. I'm still in shock. That Hang on. Yeah. Hang on. So that's this weekend. You want the Falcons. You want the Raiders to beat the Seahawks. Right. Those are two percent games. So even if so, if we win against the, the Eagles, if big if we're at 16 percent, if the Falcons beat the commanders and the Raiders beat the Seahawks, those are each worth two percent each. So we'll be at a 20 percent chance of making the playoffs just with those wins. So well, there's technically we're not. out. no. Right. Like we're not out yet. But I mean, we're at seven losses. We can't afford. No, we need to win out, but we yeah. also need some help. So 
We want the Bills to beat the Lions, the Giants to beat the Cowboys. We want the Patriots to beat the Vikings. We want the Bears to beat the Jets, and we want the Saints to beat the 49ers. If all of that happens this weekend, we'd actually be at a 25% chance of making the playoffs after this week. So 25 versus six. So the, And every week it compounds. If we hit that, then every week it's going to be a 10% chance, 10%. So what, happen, what happens if Philly blows us out of the water this weekend? We're we're dead. Do you think somebody gets fired? Brussels in Belgium. Central Illinois. LA, California. Nova Scotia. Las Vegas, Nevada. Northern Wisconsin. Sweden. Sheffield. We're in Michigan. Louisville, Kentucky. Seattle. Wichita, Kansas. From the UK. Chicago, Illinois. Granger, Indiana. From Melbourne, Australia. Omaha, Nebraska. Cincinnati. From Ohio. Nebraska. San Diego. From Willow Springs, Illinois. California. Nebraska. From Northern Michigan. In Austin, Texas. California. LA, California. Turkey. Kansas City. Indianapolis, Indiana. Southern Cali. You were listening to Packers Without Borders, the finest podcast in all the land. People move into this groove up through the night. Take a flight to Paris, do a show, watch the glow in the spotlight. Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. Also, you can find our merch on PackersWithoutBorders.myshopify.com and tea public if you want cups mugs and those types of things you can also visit us on patreon.com front slash packers without borders and give us some money and audible trial.com front slash packers without borders give them a click check them out try that 30 day free trial with them and enjoy your books peace and go pack go Hey, what's up, Packer fans? This is Coach Hawn, a.k.a. the smallest big mouth in the Midwest, and you are listening to Packers Without Borders. You don't think somebody gets fired if Philly gets blown out this weekend? I mean, we talked to Papa G, remember? And Papa G is pointing his finger right at Goot. And you know what? He made a lot of really good points. He made, he made a lot of really good points. Because he's I been mean, in there. Yeah, he's been in there. So he knows, right? It's, it's all about the trickle down, right? Tragically hip reference there. It's just yeah. a matter of the trickle down. But I mean, now I'm starting to look at it and people are, you know, some people are saying, let's take a look at Goot's draft history. And then they show all the guys that he's drafted. And, you know, he's got a lot of misses in there. A lot of misses. I think we're and giving him the benefit of the doubt with the Jair. Savage seemed like he was pretty good. Rashawn Gary. And then next thing you so know. So he's either really good or really bad with his picks. He doesn't pick in the middle. Right. There's there's no – it's either boom or bust with these guys. Man. It seems like um, he's really good at drafting offensive linemen early and late. That's continuous. We've always been – That's what I was always say. been good. Whatever formula – Since probably – 90 1990 it's and it's always been these iowa nebraska oh you know ohio all of these farm kids and it's yeah, because these they're corn fed kids that weigh 350 oh. pounds of natural muscle that's why and and they were throwing bales of hay at the age of six during yep. harvest season when they didn't go to school for a week and all they did was lift bales of hay at the age of six and throw it in the back of the truck these guys don't break yeah that's who you want exactly that's who you want, right? Exactly. I mean, those guys are huge, right? But yeah. So we've if, got if, just if understanding Phil, if, if we beat Philly, yeah, it we can't lose any more games. But yeah. 
every week, what I'll do is I'll try to kind of track to see who we want. But ultimately, if we went out, we make the playoffs. If not, yeah. we're still going to need some help. But 2% per game, like if the Falcons win and the Raiders win, we're at 20% chance right there. And it's pretty realistic. If you think about kind of the odds of where everything is, but this has just been such an upside down season, man. But yeah, I don't think we're going to make the playoffs. I think I'm going to be very fucking frustrated that we're going to end up eight and nine or seven and 10 or something that makes us pick at 15 to 20 range. And they're going to take a defensive player and it's going to annoy the living shit out of me. Would you take Aaron Rodgers and try and trade him somewhere? hundred percent, but nobody's going to take him for $50 million. Try and trade him to like the Jets, just like Brett Favre. The Jets are having Zach Wilson problems. You imagine we would get like the next two firsts, the next two seconds, and the next two thirds from the Jets for Rodgers. And then I'd take, uh, how about we take, is it Garrett Wilson? Then we'd have two firsts. Oh, no. No, we'd only, we'd only get the six draft picks. We wouldn't get Garrett Wilson with him, too. We wouldn't need to with six draft picks and all of that money gone. Yeah, it's six more first round defensive players. <laughs> six more guys that can blow coverage and be eight <laughs> yards deep on a second and four. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Line up at the we were taught when we played. Listen, when you line up, look over and find out where the first down marker is. Because if your ass is behind that line, move up. Yeah. <laughs> right? Move up. Right. And we're yeah. like, oh, third and third and four. Let me get 12 yards deep. I don't what? understand, man. Like I never played football, but I played sports. So I understand the concept. And so here's there's a lot of people complain. Oh, you wanted to see man and you saw Jair get burned or you want him to see play this. It's how can you combat that when somebody comes back and says, well, they're not playing well when they're playing man coverage, right? So does Jalen Ramsey, is he a good player? He's fucking terrible. He gets burned all the time. Well, who else do you think is a great corner in the league? I'm just kidding. No, I think, um, I think Xavier Howard is, is one of those dudes. That, okay. But we've caught passes on Xavier Howard. Sure. Everybody right? has. It yeah. happens. You know why? Because you're going to go against them in 60 snaps and the offense has the, uh, has the, uh, 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 the uh, advantage because they know exactly what they're going to do. And the defenders right. got to try and stick with them. So he's going to get burnt once or twice. When you watch these guys in practice and Jair shut this guy down. Okay. So when he got into rotation and he went one route, he shut that guy down and then he waited five or six more plays and got locked up with a different receiver and locked that guy down. Yep. When you're going up against fucking Stefan Diggs and Diggs is going to run 60 routes on you in a fucking uh, in a game, he's going to catch a couple of passes. He's going to catch three passes for 46 yards, which is what right? Dyer allows. And maybe yeah. everyone, well, he'll get burned for a big one, but it's usually not him because you've got Savage over the top of him. So Right, and Savage is usually cheating up and uh, leaving no over-the-head coverage. That way, Douglas turns around to pass him off to Savage, and Savage is standing behind him going, where's that guy running to? Yeah. Right? Guys, it's time for Savage to go, man. It's time for Savage to go. Savage is blowing coverage after coverage after coverage. And, yeah, listen, if you can't, if you can't communicate it, it's one of the two things. It's either Savage or it's the defensive coordinator. In this instance, I think it's both. And it's because of the amount of blown coverages. You can't have five guys wrong that many times. Sooner or later, 
four or five of these guys are going to get on one page and be able to point out one guy, Savage, right? That seems number, to be yeah, the guy that's not one, playing well. Number one problem is Joe Barry with this team. Yeah. Number one. And I'll put that over Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. If this defense – and look, man, they're wholly other than this last week, but they've held people to like an average of 17 points. They're doing good. The problem is that – and maybe the biggest, I don't know. Okay. Let me talk through this real quick because I just said Joe Barry, just because we were talking defense, but the discipline on this team is the biggest issue. Like just those timely penalties. Tell me if we've had one single opening kickoff or kickoff at one point or punt in a, like, have we had an entire game without a penalty on either a kickoff or a punt return? Oh no. Special teams still does not look right they look maybe 20 percent better i mean we had another block kick the other night like yeah our biggest returns are like 12 yards well but nixon does look like every time he touches the ball he looks like he's gonna break one which is exciting even though he only gets back up to the 22 or the 27 or whatever he does at least it looks like he's making an effort like he's not just trying to catch the ball and secure it because he's he's trying to get a he's trying to get a contract that's what yeah. it looks like. Yep. Right. Yep. There's a difference. There's a difference between guys that aren't trying to get a contract and guys that are trying to get a contract. And it's because they're self-motivated. We have no motivation. And like Papa G was talking about, that goes from Goot down to Lafleur. I mean, I don't understand. Every time we hear about when we lost, our guys weren't ready for it. That's on me. Why aren't they ready? Why aren't they mm-hmm. ready to go? Why are we doing things that are getting you ready to go? And how can you not be ready to go in a football game? I remember I would be sitting on the bench and I would just be, the adrenaline would just be flowing. I would have butterflies, like crazy butterflies. I was going to throw up. To this day, even when I watch, when my daughter's volleyball team won the championship, before the opening serve, I was going to throw up. Yeah. I was going to throw up. And then as soon as the game starts – all my nerves, everything go completely away immediately. And I, I can settle in. Right. You know, that's, that's what always, when you talked earlier about, you know, the player that you had to get in his head to fuck with, that was my job on the rugby team. Cause I needed to get hit first off to kind of just shake off the cobwebs and the nerves. And it was also, I was like that, that annoying fucking thing that just nibbles at your ankle constantly with these big, huge dudes until they just couldn't take it anymore. But all I would do is just my coach would say, okay, you know, 14 or 12 or 10 or nine, whatever number is, he's like, that's their best player. I need you to get in his fucking head. So when I would take the opening kickoff or the punt first punt return or kickoff, whenever it was, whether it was receiving or I would just like, look as the ball was kicked off in the air, I'd kind of scan look okay there he is and then i'd look up catch the ball and i'd run straight into that guy full speed four three six i didn't care if the guy was 300 pounds i would just beeline for him and hit him as hard as i possibly could with my body and then i would kind of wake up and after that you know you're fired up he'd get irritated because some little guy ran into him right and then that's all i would do is i would just run at him like i wouldn't run anywhere else but at that same dude over and over and over again until he finally would want to punch me or rake me or do something. And then he'd sit in the, in the sin bin for five or 10 minutes, depending on what he did. And we'd usually win. <laughs> so. Right. Like there's no game plan to shut down. It's, it's, it's Joe Barry. He's you just got to be prepared. Just he's got to like, go. And I think, I think the offensive coordinator, I think the offensive coordinator needs to go. 
I think we keep Lafleur, but I think we get rid of some of his buddies because maybe he's getting too chummy with his buddies. Rich Bisaccia, maybe we move Rich Bisaccia into the uh, defensive coordinator role. Maybe we uh, move him over to, you know what I mean? Like there, it, there's got to be a combination in there fun. somewhere. We've got to go and grab that big brand name defense go get a rex ryan type defense a wade phillips type defense a shot and high you know what i mean like these guys that are known for who was that guy that was he was in detroit and he was in uh swartz was that his name and he was in philadelphia that guy's got a great defense his defenses are always really good and he's the defensive coordinator by trade grab that guy grab anybody that's got a brand name stop grabbing these guys Hey, like, uh, Brian Flores from Miami. He, he's available. He was the second guy that was uh, uh, interviewed after uh, Joe Barry. Oh, he'd be a great grab. What about uh, Tony Dungy? You know what would be good is Lovey Smith going back to defensive coordinator because I think at head coach, he just can't get it done. Well, the problem is that Joe Barry is Lovey Smith. When you look at the way they play, I would not take Lovey Smith. Our defense would look exactly the same. Yeah? Yeah. That's I can tell you that Joe Barry is Lovey Smith. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? It's all good. What are you gonna do? So we got Philadelphia. Philadelphia coming in. They're uh, not undefeated anymore. No, they shit the bed, just like every team should, right? Like it's impossible to go undefeated. They're not impossible, but nearly impossible to go undefeated. But look, man, they just picked up in Dominic and Sue to shore up the inside of that defense because they were getting run on just like the Cowboys were. These guys are preparing. The team is adjusting to issues while this, while our team sits there and signs practice squad guys and doesn't make any effort to fix anything. Uh, and it seems like that's what has been the plan of this team the entire year. Cause I have no clue other than the plan is let's not make any adjustments ever. <laughs> no matter if it's in game or out of game, we're going to sit pretty where we are. I don't understand it. I don't get it, but it's all good. You know, the Philadelphia Eagles have a nice tandem of running backs. My concern more than anything is uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has the Michael Vick, those running quarterbacks, the Kaepernick fear that has brought that type of fear to me right now with this team, because I don't know if we're going to be able to score enough points and is our defense going to be able to slow them down? And I don't think so. hundred percent agree with you. I think that's exactly it. I think Jalen Hurts will run for fucking 300 yards. He's going to hit his head on the goalpost about six or seven times. It's going to be terrible to watch, but I'm going to watch the whole thing. And you know what? Everybody's going, why do you got to be so negative? Actually, I'm pretty excited to see what happens next. Because when your team is really shitty, we rebuild. We always rebuild like twice as good as we were before, right? So I'm kind of excited to see who we get as the new defensive coordinator. What's going to happen with Aaron? What's going to happen with some of these players? Like, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. You know what? You know who else is excited? Who? The Riddler. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Wayne. Let me go get him real quick. Hold on. Batman! Yeah! Come here! 
It's clearly you. I don't know why you do it like that. Hey, <laughs> hey Matthew. We don't have the budget for Batman. <laughs> hey, Matthew, how are you? Ah, Mr. Wayne, I've got some riddles for you. Fantastic. What is the definition of macho? More than less so. Jogging home from your vasectomy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> How do you know when New Zealanders practice safe sex? They use a kiwi. They, pan they paint an X on the back of the sheep that kick. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Why is divorce so expensive? Why? Because it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> what do a Christmas tree and a priest have in common? Don't go there, Riddler. Their balls are just for decoration. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> How do you circumcise a hillbilly? <laughs> You kick his sister in the chin. No! You know this one! <laughs> I've heard that one before. What's the difference between... Okay, so there's two here, but I, I'll, gi I'll give them each a turn because one kind of shoots at the girls and one kind of shoots at the guys. So here we go. What's the difference between a girlfriend and a wife? I don't know. 45 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. What's the difference between Penis a boyfriend? Vagina. Penis vagina. What's the difference between a boyfriend and a husband? I don't know. 45 minutes. Oh. <laughs> 45 seconds. <clears throat> Why do men find it difficult to make eye contact? I don't know. Boobs don't have eyes. That's true. <laughs> What's the difference between meat? Oh, my God. I'm not saying that one. Do Why it. Oh, what's the fish? Explicit. Oh, what's the difference between a drug dealer and a hooker? <laughs> uh, I don't know. A hooker can wash her crack and sell it again. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Terrible. 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 That is so bad. That is so bad. It's so bad, it's good. It's so bad, it's good. Thank oh, you. There's so many terrible ones on here. Oh my God. I can't say half of these. They're funny as hell, though. Okay, I'll do one you. really bad one. <laughs> I'm not going to do show. <laughs> Okay. Worst one ever. The worst one. How do you find a blind man in a nudist colony? I don't it's, know. It's not hard. <laughs> if the dove is the bird of peace, what is the bird of true love? I don't know. The swallow. Of course. <laughs> What's the difference between ooh and ah? <laughs> I don't 
bitches laughing at the game. About three inches. Ooh, and ah, oh, three inches. What's the difference between purple and pink? How many? Uh, the, the grip. I was going to say. <laughs> the girth. Terrible. Terrible. That was awesome. Terrible. Bye, awesome. Batman. See you later. Yeah. Didn't do much today. No. No. Yeah. Just laughed. Bye, buddy. Right on, man. Decreasier. Uh... That's my uh, Chewbacca. Listen, you got any questions for us? For... Oh, that's a good one, man. Holy smokes. Learn what that rug gets alive. No, what you do is you get some saliva <laughs> and you let it hang in the back of your throat. Uh, yeah. uh, I can't do it. Uh. <laughs> I'm sure people are enjoying me gurgling my saliva <laughs> in my throat. You got any questions for us? You can send them to us at Packers with Borders at Outlook.com. Don't forget you can find us at Borders Packers on Twitter, Packers Without Borders on Facebook, Packers Without Borders on Instagram, and Packers Without Borders merch on Instagram as well. Get your merch at Packers Without Borders at my.shopify.com. We've got just, I think, another week, I guess. It's until the buy. We said until the buy, and then we're done. Um, but get in there, get your your last. Hurrah of these shirts. If you want to fill out the collection, like a lot of you guys have been doing, thank you so much for your support. Also, patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders. Leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a uh, five-star rating on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to it. But those, um, I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to have to get some reviews, man, because that's the, to go after the big fish, we need some reviews. So uh, I think that lawnmower is going to include something with, we'll, we'll do something fun but also a review like a before and after. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we can, Oh God. No. <laughs> whoever, the the, strikes whoever, again. <laughs> whoever leaves the funniest review will be put into a pot and then we'll randomly select. And then you can, we'll think of something like, no way it's gotta be, it's going to be for manscape Monday. So it's going to be, any questions, this is what we're going to do. Any yeah. questions for Mailbag Monday, okay? Yep. Any questions that come in, and you're going to give us, you know, you're, you're going to give us your handle, whatever it is, you know, we're going to get them either via email or whatever. Send us your mailbag questions. We're going to put all those questions in a pot and over the next couple of episodes. And then you're going to smoke it. Name, and then I'm going to smoke the pot, and then I'm going to come up with a, so, Gunga Gunga Lunga, which means... Exactly. On my deathbed, I'll receive total consciousness. So I got that going for me. Yeah. But uh, we'll put all the names in a hat and we'll draw out a name. Bing, bang, boom. Done. Done and done. Done like little Richard. All right. Peace. Go back. Go. This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go pack, go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego.
us, we take this disgrace. Another Bears fan throwing insults in our face. The Packers are the greatest team to ever play the game. Even if from time to time they've been a little lame. How could you ever love a team with Jim McMahon? Not even Porky Pig was as big a ham. They got a reputation that's mostly based on luck. The Bears still suck. 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 They really, 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 really suck. Yes, the Bears still 